Oh, this shit done got out of fucking hand, bro. This your boy King Known Uncensored. I'm over here, drunk, enjoying my fucking Saturday, right? And I wake up to this shit out of my drunk coma that fucking Chris Brown and Usher got into it. Not only did they get into it, but Chris Brown's entourage jumped Usher all over a bitch. Sorry to call Tiana a bitch, but you know what it you know what it is. What the fuck is going on? So this is allegedly the story that's going around here, right? So it's a party going on. You know, little party going on. Tiana Taylor showed up. I bet you Tiana had one of the dresses on with the ass out. Titties just bang. You know what I mean? Ass, breast, and chest is out and all that. Tiana a bad motherfucker. I give you that. But this is a married woman, my boy. CB, go out to holler at her like... Yo, what's good? It's breezy. You know, these hoes ain't loyal. Yeah, breezy. Come through there. I guess Tiana not feeling them. And then Chris Brown start cussing her out. My nigga Usher come through on them skates. You freak it like you're on You freak it. Come through, stop, bow. What's going on, y'all? And then on, then trying to defuse the situation. Then see, you know, he follows CB outside. CB with his entourage and shit. You're like, what's going on? Then CB and his entourage start jumping this nigga, throwing them motherfucking beans on him. Like, bitch, 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 bitch. Then I should come back to the party with a bloody nose. And I'm like, what the fuck? How 
you gonna jump a legend? That's that coke shit. That's cocaine behavior. That's that dope fiend shit right there. Ain't no, that's not drunk behavior. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way, boy. How you gonna jump a legend? You gonna jump U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D? Now let me tell you what you wanna do with me. What? You gotta be fucking shitting me, my boy. That's out of bounds, CB. That's that coke behavior. You want that shit too heavy. Get some help. What's wrong with you? You gonna jump Usher. Usher ain't do nothing but try to make your ass chill. This is a married woman that loves her husband. That wasn't feeling what she was dropping and you gonna jump Usher? Damn, dog. So that's two major celebrities that this nigga done put hands on. That's crazy, dog. You're gonna knock Usher off his rollerblades. What's wrong with you? Get some help, CB. I didn't even. I couldn't even fucking get it to the title of this show, which is the top 30 coaches in the NBA right now because of the simple fact that I cannot believe this nigga did this, man. CB is out of bounds, bro. How? How the fuck? How the fuck in the history of niggerdom would you jump Usher? Usher ain't no thug, man. Usher don't do nothing to nobody. Nothing. Nothing. You gonna jump this man. It's a goddamn shame. Got another story for y'all. Giannis played major role in Bud firing, according to Colin Cowherd. I'm not too fond of Colin Cowherd. I think the nigga is suspect. I think he uh, undercover homosexual. And then, and he is a supreme LeBron James cop guzzler. But however, he is still an NBA insider. He's still tapped in regardless of what I think of his work. And what I think of him personally. And that might be true. Colin said that Giannis wasn't satisfied with one deep playoff run. And that was the icing on the cake that led to uh, Bud getting fired. I was like, damn. I mean, it was definitely because, you know, he wouldn't let him check Jimmy Butler. He left Drew on Jimmy Butler. That's another wild situation. Again, this is what I be saying, man. The NBA players got way too much fucking power, yo. It's gotten out of hand and out of bounds. But however, I mean, I understand where Giannis is coming from. I get it. But still, like, that's kind of fucked up. That was hella fucked up. 
But we gonna move right into it, man. We gonna get it on, man. We we uh we just had to get that foolery and ignorance the fuck up out of here first because that shit just came out of fucking left field. But anyway, let's get into it, man. Top thirty NBA coaches currently in the league now. Number thirty. I was never fond of this guy, and I labeled this guy the worst coach in the league. Number 30, the Charlotte Hornets head coach, Steve Clifford. You ass. Mike, MJ, what are you doing? You're the greatest basketball player to ever play ball, and you can't own, you can't GM, you can't pick talent, you can't build dynasties. You just an all-out walking dog turd. As an owner slash GM slash whatever the fuck. But Steve Clifford, I have never saw anything in this dude. This nigga don't do nothing but get LaMelo Ball hurt. What is Steve Clifford good at? What adjustments does he make? He only went to the playoffs one time. And guess what? The Miami Heat swept that ass. But me personally, he's the worst coach in the NBA. Now, number 29, this guy is complete dog shit doo-doo butt sex at coaching. Number 29, Wes Unsell Jr. This nigga... Has Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, Christoph Porzingis, and couldn't even make the fucking play in. You really deserve to be number 30. But since Charlotte went from play in contender to dog shit within one year and left the homie LaMelo Ball on stuck, that was the reason why. But West Sell Jr., what the fuck are you? You an embarrassment to your daddy and his legacy. You ass, bro. You can't develop anything with Chris Stops, Brad, and Kuz. That's why Kuz finna leave your motherfucking monkey ass. What do you do? What is your coaching style? Y'all niggas just play pickup five on five and just pray for the win. What are you doing over there? You got three max players and you can't win. Which leads to number 28. This dude, I don't know what he does. His resume doesn't, it's not good enough to be an NBA head coach. Number 28, Chris Finch, the Timberwolves head coach. What the fuck is he doing in in Minnesota? You have an all-star in in AE. 25, 5, and 5, easy. You got Carl Anthony Towns, a WNBA basketball player who could get you 20 and 7. Sis be balling sometimes. You got a foundation. You got decent role players. Why can't you go deep into the playoffs? He has the worst resume ever. This dude won a G League title. And got a head coaching job. There's so many deserving 
black head coaches like Mark Jackson, like Lionel Hollins, etc., etc. That's outside. Sam Cassell deserves a head coaching spot. They almost got MAU Doka blackball. Chris Finch is a walking dog turd. He is boo-boo. Anthony Edwards going one on five. You don't... Who the fuck is you? Who is Chris Finch? Seriously. That name don't hold no weight in no NBA circles. This nigga is butt sex at coaching. Let's move on, man. I'm about to pop a blood vessel right now. Number 27. This guy went from coach of the year to coach on the streets. Number 27, Dwayne Casey. Now, I do understand that Dwayne Casey put himself in a situation that was rebuilding. I get it. But you didn't maximize what you had. Kay Cunningham didn't get better. Jaden Ivey was okay. Now, Dwayne Casey's okay at developing players, which is why I'm glad that he got promoted. Because this coaching shit is just not for you. You're better at overseeing stuff more so than actual coaching because what you, and then you keep bringing Corey Joseph everywhere. Corey Joseph is trash. One of the worst players in the NBA who should really be in the G League. Nigga been in the game 15 years and ain't done nothing with himself. Fuck out of here, Dwayne Casey. Number 26 this is another guy who really should be 30, but I'm being nice and generous. Number 26, Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan is not an NBA head coach. That nigga's a piece of shit and is a college championship head coach. Not an NBA championship head coach. How in the fuck you got three all-stars, nigga? Three all-stars and can't win a fucking championship. You got three dudes that can get you 20. Easy. And you can't win a playoff series. You know what that means? You fucking trash. That's what it means. What does Billy Donovan's schemes do? What's your playbook? Levine, ISO, DeRozan, ISO, and that's it. And then you had decent role player. You had Io Dosumo. You had fucking Pat Bev, who's always got to the playoffs. And you lost in the play-in to the Miami Heat. You can't be serious. Billy Donovan is one of the worst coaches in the league. Now, number 25. Um, This dude recently got fired. For losing in the play-in. And I'm really starting to think that Kawhi Litter is the only reason why this man could possibly get a job in the near future. 
Number 25, Nick Nurse. I never understood what the science was behind Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse was only successful because Kawhi Leonard came to the Raptors, a team that before him fired a coach of the year, fired a coach of the year to get you, who has never really had NBA head coaching experience. Never had NBA coaching experience. But somehow, you got coach of the year and you won the championship. That shit is just very unfortunate. Like, Nick Nurse, I don't think he can coach, for real. Like, I gotta see him do it again. I gotta see him lead a team to some wins. Then I'll be convinced otherwise. Number 24. This is the most overrated coach in NBA history. Overrated as hell. Number 24. Taylor Jenkins, the Memphis Grizzlies head coach. Taylor Jenkins is overrated. Because what he did in that Lakers series exposed him. Exposed the fuck out of him. Taylor Jenkins is ass. No adjustments. No coaching style whatsoever. Poor John Morant. Gotta deal with this guy. He's not respectable. He's not a name. What is this coaching experience before this job? All these white coaches getting all these fucking jobs. Randos. No legends. No nothing. You ain't even a former player. And if you was, you was a a, a 15th man. Taylor Jenkins is trash. Number 23. It's another guy that has been recently fired. I felt like, you know, he has been lucky and blessed to coach some of the NBA's best players and some of the NBA's best teams, best regular season teams. He's probably the best regular season coach, but that don't hold nothing. Number 23, Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know he got a championship. Yeah, yeah, he should be ranked a little bit higher. But I don't think much of this guy. What does he do but just stand there? Like this dude had a meltdown. This nigga's always on the end of being upset. Like this dude... Just He just doesn't do it for me. He's not a good coach at all. I'm not saying he ass, but he on the borderline of butt cheeks. Number 22. This guy randomly got a job after, you know, Trey Young got him fired. Number 22. Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder's not a good coach. 
Sorry to tell you. Again, where are these coaches coming from? I never heard of this dude. This dude ain't had done no legendary shit. All I can remember was he was the coach of the Jazz when Donovan Mitchell got COVID from Rudy Gobert. That's his only claim to fame. And he looked like Willem Dafoe, the bad guy from Spider-Man 2. That's it. Now, don't get me wrong. The Hawks played well. But I got to see something. I got to see this nigga get the Hawks to the finals before he can raise up on the list. Number 21. This guy is actually pretty decent. But I think he just needs a little bit more experience. Number 21, Mark Danigault, the OKC Thunder head coach. I mean, he's pretty solid. I can't, I got to give him some props. He's all right. You know, he's um, then, uh, took out the players a little bit too early in certain games. But I like him. He's all right. You know, I just think that he needs to um, needs a little bit more experience. That's all. Got nothing but good things to say about Mark Danigo. He's got that OKC team looking good. He developed great schemes. He developed the small ball lineups. He got two niggas on the team named Jalen Williams. Number 20. This dude is another coach that I like. He's growing on me. Because he got the Orlando Magic from the basement to the first floor, at least. To the lobby. Number 20, Jamal Mosley. He's coaching the shit out of the Orlando Magic. He's doing quite well for himself with the players and the talent that he's been given. I mean, he won 34 points with that team. He deserves props. Like, shout out to Jamal Mosley. Number 19, my favorite point guard in NBA history, Chauncey Billups. I like what Billups did last year with this team in Portland. That team in Portland was not that good. My two favorite point guards right now are together in Portland. I mean, yeah, Chauncey don't run no schemes or no shit like that. But at the same time, He's a brilliant mind and a great leader. Number 18. This guy, you know what I'm saying? Yo, he came from the coaching staff of the Boston Celtics finals run team. And now he got a head coaching job and he did the impossible, which was almost coached. The Jazz to the playoffs. Number 18, Will Hardy. Will Hardy can coach. I got to give him some props. Even though I don't like how he bitched out of the season like that. He did the same thing that Jason Kidd did with the Jazz. Because the Jazz was trying to tank initially. And they exceeded expectations because Will Hardy was like, fuck that. We rebellious and we going to play hard. And it is what it is. I like Will Hardy. I like how he got those young niggas going. 
I like how he developed Laurie Marketing into an all-star. He's incredible. Number 17. Although they had a disappointing playoff run, he's still a solid coach, but he is a walking mid-pack. Number 17, J.B. Bickerstaff, the Cleveland Cavaliers head coach. During the regular season, the Cavs was balling, but it's only so much you could run that Garland ISO and Mitchell ISO into the ground. Bickerstaff is just okay. Nothing special. I mean, I love to see a brother in position of coaching, but he's a mid-pack. Number 16. This guy is the king of blowing 3-1 leads, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is the most overrated coach in NBA history. You know, he was a good, he was a decent player. He was all right. But him as a coach, this man has had great talent around him. He has coached Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and couldn't win him a title. He coached KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. Couldn't win more than one title. He coached Tracy McGrady. Couldn't win a playoff series with him. Blew a 3-1 lead. Blew a 3-1 lead with the Lob City boys with Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan. win but Doc Rivers now has James Harden and Joel Embiid and can't get them out of the second round of the playoffs this nigga's a mid pack number 15 this dude got the Lakers back on the map the Lakers head coach number 15 Darvin Ham Darvin Ham is a decent coach He's surprising me, and I love Darvin Ham on the Pistons. Darvin Ham is pretty decent. Got to give him his love and his props because he definitely deserves it. Number 14. This dude is overrated as hell. Even I overrated this motherfucker. Number 14, Jason Kidd. How the fuck you have Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving and don't make a push for the playoffs? You out of your rabbit ass mind? Jay Kidd went to the conference finals and Jay Kidd is responsible for developing Giannis into what he is today. Props is given. But Jason Kidd has had all this talent and cannot maximize. Can't get to the finals. I mean, he was a great assistant coach. I'll give you that. Won a championship as an assistant coach. But kid got to get out of his own head. And put his ego and pride to the side. Number 13. This dude, in his first full season, got these cats to the playoffs. I know they got swept and all that, but fuck that. He got to get some props. Number 13, Jock Vaughn. Now, Jock Vaughn's first run as a head coach was not that great, but he, he wasn't given great talent to work with. This time, he's got talent to work with over there. And he got the Brooklyn Nets going when they had KD and Kyrie. He was able to balance out KD and Kyrie's ego after the failed run 
of Steve Nash, who's, who I call Steve Trash, the most overrated NBA player and the worst coach of all times. Jock Vaughn's a way better coach than him. Shout out to Jock Vaughn. Number 12, this dude in his first year, you know what I'm saying, was an assistant coach. And he's one of the randos. That's halfway decent. Number 12, Boston Celtics head coach Joe Mazzula. Joe Mazzula's doing a pretty good job for a first-timer. You know, I do criticize him for some of the decisions that he makes. But Mazzula stepped in and did all right, even though ESPN tried to degrade him and tried to bring up his past. Fuck Malika Andrews for that. But, however, Mazzula's not that bad of a guy. And he's pretty halfway decent at what he does. Number 11, a OG, triple OG. Almost got this team to the playoffs, if not for an injury to their star player. Number 11, Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle is still one of the best coaches of all times. And definitely, easily one of the best coaches in the NBA. And got Tyrese Halliburton to all-star status. Number 10. I don't think this guy gets enough credit for what he does. Like, this is his third season as a head coach of this team, and I hope they keep him. Number 10, you a D-Zone. Detroit stand the fuck up. Willie Green. Willie Green is all about the green. That dude develops schemes. That dude motivates his players. That dude made adjustments for when their star player ate too much goddamn ribs. This man is a great person. Shout out to Willie Green. Number nine. Although I criticize him. Although I shit on him. I give him credit for pause Getting on these fucking players' asses. Number nine, Monty Williams, the Phoenix Suns head coach. I think I said uh, Willie Green was the Pelicans coach, but uh, Monty Williams, Phoenix Suns head coach. I love how he chewed out DeAndre Ayton pussy ass. That nigga is kibbles and bits. I like how he, I like his philosophy. And I like what he brings to the table. I respect Monty Williams. And just the way that he uh, motivates his players. Not everybody's going to be into motivation. Some going to think you're going too hard. Number eight. I know he ain't coach all season, but fuck that. This man's last time we seen him. He was in the NBA Finals. Number eight, M.A.U. Doka. M.A.U. Doka is going to help that Houston team. And he's a player's coach. He's going to understand you. And he's going to develop a system for the Houston Rockets right now. You know, he's the Houston Rockets' current cat coach right now. Hopefully, they don't fucking screw over Udoka. Because Udoka can coach, man. He's got the motion schemes down pat. 
and he's a hell of a coach. Number seven, this guy is a legend. He's about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Number seven, Greg Popovich. Everybody clown on him for not being able to do it without Tim Duncan. That has that has something to do with his all time. That has nothing to do with his current status. Who is his best player right now? Name him on the Spurs. Who is his best player? Keldon Johnson? Get the fuck out of here. Keldon Johnson, not a top 100 NBA player right now. Who is second best player? A rookie, Jeremy Sohan. Outside of that, you ain't got no talent over there at San Antonio. That's why they're hoping and praying that they get Victor Wembignyama. That's a good building block for their future, but Greg Popovich always can coach. Number six, I, I criticize this guy for working his players too hard. He goes a little bit too extreme with it. Number six, the New York Knicks head coach, Tom Thibodeau. Tibbs has always been a great coach. You know, he was on the staff of the 08 Celtics, and he coached that Chicago Bulls team to the Eastern Conference Finals. But Tibbs got the New York Knicks in the second round of the playoffs. They're not that good. That team ain't shit on paper. They got two all-star caliber players. That's true. But do you see this team for real winning a championship? Hell no. So Tibbs got to get his flowers for that. For coaching a group of mid packs to the second round of the playoffs. Number five, this guy don't get enough love for putting together some of the best lineups we've ever seen. This dude got a championship. Number five, Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue, despite injuries from his two best players. And then this dude coached the team when both of his players was hurt to the playoffs. Tyron Lue is a beast. His schemes work. The players respect him. He's an OG. He's a former player. What more do you want from Lou? Number four. I mean, I do understand that he got a two-time MVP on his side, but he also has an all-star guard as well. Number four, Mike Malone. Mike Malone, I've criticized him over the years. I question his pedigree, but he's gotten a whole lot better with developing this scheme around Nikola Jokic. Even though I... I don't think that that system that they running is going to win them a title. But it's going to keep them competitive at least. His system is very unique and it's very different. I've never seen a system developed around a center distributing the offense since Wilt Chamberlain. So shout out to Mike Malone. Number three. Oh, man, this dude is the head of a dynasty. This dude was a part of two dynasties as an NBA player. Got to show this guy respect. Even though he stole Mark Jackson's job, he still got four titles. Number three, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr continues to use that Phil Jackson triangle, that Greg Popovich system, that Greg Popovich motion. And... This guy borrowed a little bit from Don Nelson, even though, you know, he is the head of a legacy 
of small ball basketball for the new generation. Developed around one of the best backcourts of all time in Clay and Steph. Number two, this dude deserves his flowers. You know, he's always been pigeonholed as, oh man, he only got the rings because of LeBron. But this nigga is actually a dope ass coach. Number two, Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra got back to the finals without Braun. That deserves a lot of credit, in my opinion. He's got no system, not that much talent, but this man upset a one seed. His team has Giannis's number. He consistently gets goes through deep playoff runs with okay players. Jimmy Butler's not the best player in the league. Jimmy's good, but not spectacular. And this dude, Spo, got these dudes possibly might go back to the conference finals with Bam Adebayo, 95-year-old Kyle Lowry, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, who? Duncan Robinson? Get the fuck out of here. East Bo is a genius. Number one, you already know what it is, homeboy. It's the coach of the year, Mike Brown. Mike Brown's been through hell and back. And he's a two-time coach of the year, by the way. Mike Brown can coach. He's another leg off the Popovich tree. And Mike Brown scheming and what he learned from Golden State translated into his new gig as a head coach of the Sacramento Kings. Got De'Aaron Fox in his first playoffs. The Sacramento Kings was trash before he got there. They had the number four overall pick in Keegan Murray. And all of a sudden... Turn that team around into a competitive Western Conference contender. So shout out to Mike Brown. That is my show. I want to thank y'all for participating in the foolery and the fuckery of my drunk ass Saturday. This is King Known Uncensored. Top 30 head coaches in the NBA and I'm gone.